Greetings. Welcome to today's reading of Daily Reflections. I'm Fernando, alcoholic, and your secretary for this meeting. Today's reading is for the 28th, Attraction, Not Promotion. Through many painful experiences, we think we have arrived at what the policy ought to be. Through many painful experiences, sober. It is the opposite in many ways of usual promotional practice. Opposite in many ways of usual promotional practices that the outside businesses do. We found that we had to rely upon the principle of attraction rather than promotion. 12 Sifts and 12 Traditions, page 180 and 81. While I was drinking, I reacted with anger, self-pity, defiance, self-importance against anyone who wanted to change me. All I wanted then was to be accepted by another human simply as I was and curiously. That is what I found in AA. I became the custodian of this concept of attraction, which is the principle of our fellowship public relations. It is by attraction that I can be best reach the alcoholic who still suffers. I thank God for having given me the attraction of a well-planned and established program of steps and traditions. Through humility and the support of my fellow sober members, I have been able to practice the AA way of life through attraction, not promotion. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. That's exactly what I saw. Like I said it a hundred times before, the attraction was that the men that were out in the East LA Los Amigos Fellowship with my court card, the men who were standing up there talking attracted me that they were holding on to sobriety, they were holding on to the job, they were holding on to their humor, they were holding on to their resources, and I saw that they waxed rich. They had real resources. And they weren't eating them up, drinking them, causing havoc, or the cycle that I was stuck in. Get a job, get a new girlfriend, new case, new PO, new city. And then I go to another city, get a job, get a new girlfriend, get a new, pick up a new case. And they shackle me and they said, get out of Tucson, don't come back again. San Diego, get out of San Diego, don't come back again. Shackled, put in the bus. And then Merced County, you know, get out of Merced County. We don't want your kind. Boy, there was nowhere I can go. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Our next reading will be a reading from the grapevine. Let's go. Let's pick up a random story and let's see where God takes us. Let's go ahead and pray. Ha, huh, you thought I'd forgotten to pray. I did. Let's pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Again, welcome to today's reading of Attraction and Not Promotion. Fernando Alcoholic, it was because of God's grace I'm here, fully clothed and in my right mind. Today, I'm not pushing up daisies. I'm not six feet under like a lot of my friends have who never got a chance to pay attention in the program or 
be sent by courts, institutions, even families. I tell the wives, if you still have some authority over that young man living in your house and you're paying his phone, you're paying electricity, you're feeding him, and he's talking back to you, and he's not taking out the trash, changing the light bulbs, or doing his homework, then get his ass into the meeting and sit with him. Whatever you have to do, pay him. Promise him something. And at least get six meetings. We have young people's meetings. We have Al-Anon meetings, Alateen meetings. We have regular 12-step meetings where real men will talk to your sons. I have done this before, folks. Two to three meetings, all it takes. One meeting for one young man. After he went to that one meeting and he worked with me and I paid him, I think I paid him $40 to hang around with me. Why did I pay him $40 to help me barbecue when everybody else does it for free, willingly? Well, he was 15 years old and he was open-minded, tall, looked like he was 20 with beard and everything. And I... uh, I paid him 40 because I would willingly spend that kind of money when I go buy something or, or go to a movie or pizza. And the, and the mother, the neighbor said, would you give my son some advice? So I took him to the barbecue meeting and he helped put the cheese on the burgers as I flipped them. I introduced him to a lot of constructive men that have put their lives together and they said hello. And they just figured he was one of the members that had gotten sober in there they probably didn't think he was that young but at the end they came back i thanked them i gave them 40 god by the way god gave me the 40 back on the way home we saw a computer uh desk and we he helped me put in the pickup truck it was in the street for free and i sold it for 40 bucks (laughs) well anyway he uh he got back went on a vacation with his mother in the next couple of weeks. And then the mother told me, you know, my sister, where we went, was worrying about something and she kept talking about it. And the young man said, aunt, auntie, you got to thank God about it and hold your horses. You got to thank God about it and wait on him. You got to thank God for this, for the situation so the solution can come. This is a spiritual world. We're having earthly experiences. In a nutshell, he got the concept. All it took was one meeting. A 15-year-old. Reading from the grapevine. Here we go. Let's move on. This story is called Surprise in the Desert. At a very special AA campfire meeting one night, feathers were about to fly. This is coming to us from the November 2014 AA Grapevine. That's nine years ago, folks, exactly to the date. As I approach my 30th anniversary, I reflected on what it was like, what happened, and what am I like now. In 1990, I was living in San Diego. One weekend, nine AA friends and I went camping in the desert. We reserve a group campsite at a state park and plan a campfire AA meeting after dinner. We also made great preparations to put on a fashion review after the meeting. Each person was to dress up what we were like. (laughs) What a spectacle. One guy had on a blue boa. Another person wore pajamas. I wore one of my mother's hats and so on. 
No one remembered to take a copy of the AA preamble, so we all recited in unison. Ten gay men in festive costumes chanted, Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women. By the time we finished, a Marine and his wife walked up to our campsite. We thought we were going to be arrested, but he asked, Is this an AA meeting? Have you ever seen a boa wilt? We said, yeah, yes. The couple asked, may we join you? We said, of course. I look back on difficulty times in sobriety, and I can say nothing bad ever happened to me. I was sober. Things do happen, and life takes its course. I am able to get through the tough times, and I can look forward to the best of times because of AA. Dog H, Charlotte, North Carolina. This was taken from the Grapevine, July 2007. Okay, what's the point? Fernando, alcoholic. Well, one thing came to mind is they had money and they had no worries at home and they were able to go out and have a campfire and do something different. And that brings me to, uh, I have, uh, I'm buying some logs actually today, some campfire logs that will burn for two, three hours as we have our 7 a.m. meeting at the park and our 9 a.m. meeting. And in between that meeting, we have pancakes every Friday. Well, I do them. I cook them. I don't have it at a at a great, uh, in other words, it only about six or seven people come out and eat my pancakes. And that's enough. I think if I have any more, I'll be overwhelmed, you know, in uh, trying to flip them so quick. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the story that the man and the wife came up and asked for a meeting. And we always have to go back to basics and realities. You know, if I'm a born again Christian, I, I don't pour that on the people. If they're gay, they don't pour that on the people. If they're marine type people, they don't pour, you know, there's just the principles before personalities. Amen politics, anything. We're just there for the words, the liberal, what works. The traditions and the anvils of experience have been hammered out what we are today. Thank you, family. Let's go ahead and pray one more time, and we're going to shift to go see my sponsor, King Solomon, and what he has to say for today, the 28th of Proverbs. And uh, let's pray the uh, third step prayer, please. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Let me go knock on his door. King Solomon, what do you have today for us as words of wisdom and advice that we can take to heart? Well, my sponsor says, The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. When there is moral rot within a union, a nation, its governments topple easily. But wise and knowledgeable, knowledgeable leaders bring stability. A person who oppresses the poor 
It's like a pounding rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked. To obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those with wild friends bring shame to their parents. Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap. But the honest will inherit good things. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion or an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will be suddenly destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies end up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. A trustworthy person will get a rich reward. A hard worker has plenty of food. The blameless will be rescued from harm. The one who hates corruption will have a long life. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong. If we confess and turn from our sins, we will receive mercy. When we succeed, everyone is glad. We have discernment we see right through people. The honest will inherit good things. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and finish up here. <clears throat> Showing 
Partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people try to get rich quick, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. Poverty. Amen, amen. I lost my place here. Giving to others, even good thoughts, is success. Avoiding to, to judge others and bless them. I have in my wall before I go out the, the door, says, bless 20 people today. And sometimes I remember when I'm in the room and I just go, God bless this person. I even sometimes say it out loud. And some people get resentful. They say, well, what God are you using to bless us? Well, I don't know. My God. Those who trust in their own insight are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. There you go, folks. Alcoholic Anonymous, any 12-step program, Elanon program, double winners, Narcotics Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous, Sex Anonymous, Butt Kickers Anonymous, any kind of anonymous you can think of, 12-step program, because of surrendered people, open up a portal from heaven and bring in the power, the life-changing power of God through surrendered individuals when they come together. It's such a good thing for us to drink in spirituality, to drink in power that I don't have to go out there and use, criticize, condemn, joke around, be crazy with anyone because my cup is full. My cup is full with your face, the work that you're doing in the meeting. I can see the program working in your life, and it reflects light to me. It reflects hope. It reflects joy that we're in it together to win it. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. That's AA for you too, honest criticism. Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what's wrong with that is no better than a thief. Better, it's no better than a murder. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Wow, trusting the Lord. In other words, giving all your doubts to the Lord and just thanking Him anyway. I don't understand this. The obedience is another word for trusting. Obedience. That's the hard part, folks. If God tells you in step three, you have turned your life and your will over to me. My will, says the Lord, is that you thank me for your problems. Your ears, thank me for your brain, your eyes, the way your life, every situation put in my hands, the Lord says, and I will fix it and it will never be a problem again. Amen. Stick to your guns, folks. Just make a commitment and stake, make the stake, make the stand. Don't move. Just keep thanking God. Sometimes we have to take the machine gun of thanksgiving. When a new guy shows up, he's just got so many things coming at him, trying to destroy him, all things of his making. And once he gets into the program, I tell him, start thanking God. 
and put bullets in your machine gun and start thanking God and firing away. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the for the kid's new dad that I got in a fight with him. Thank you, God, that I broke all his windows. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just keep on thanking God that you've done something wrong. We're going against our shame. We're going against our greed. We're going against our pride. We're going against our self-sufficiency. And we're allowing our bodies to rest and let God be God. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. That's how we do it, folks. We thank God for our problems and the good things in our life. That opens up the road to prosperity. Those who trust their own insights are foolish. There you go, folks. You know, our brains just go to the negative right away. We have to put good words in it. What are we putting in our hopper? What is in your heart? What words are in your heart? Destructive words, CNI, murder, deceit, suspicion, poisoning. What's in your heart? Those who trust their own insight are foolish. But anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. But those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on today's reading. Let's go ahead and pray out with the uh, third step. No, excuse me. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. Stay.